Welcome to the Ian Bowsfield Experience. I'm glad you're here. This series of podcasts are just things that come up in my mind when I'm thinking about playing, when I'm thinking about teaching, and general thoughts about music. There are some things here that I hope you'll find really useful. And don't forget, if you've got any comments or if there's anything you want to discuss further, go to ianbowsfield.com. I was looking on social media this morning and I saw one of those silly posts that come up sometimes. Who's the best trombone player in the world? What do you think? And I thought, ah, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. How can you say who the best trombone player in the world is? There's so many good players with so many different qualities. And then I thought, well, nah, come on. You're a trombone nerd, or an anorak as we call them in the UK. Um, I am an obsessive trombone fanatic. Who do I think the best trombone player in the world is? And um, I thought about it and I thought, and I still kind of came to the same conclusion. My favorite white wine is called Chassagny Montrachet. I can drink it, but I can't say it apparently. Chassagny Montrachet, it's from the Côte de Bonne in, 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 in Burgundy. On certain occasions, that's my favorite white wine, depending on what I'm eating and how I'm feeling. My favourite piece of music is probably Sibelius' Sixth Symphony, number six. But I don't think I'd want it played at my daughter's wedding, you know? So um, certain things on certain occasions will speak to you in a certain way. And I certainly couldn't say that a specific Chassagny Montrachet is the best wine in the world or that Sibelius' Symphony number six is the best piece of music ever written. But... They speak to me on certain occasions. And I think that's how I feel about so many trombone players that I've heard. Um, a good friend of mine once said, particularly amateur people in any genre, in golf, in tennis, in music, they want to know what the best is, who the best is, what's the best opera, who's the best singer. And um, it kind of is a bit against the way I see it, I, I must say. And remember, I'm a trombone fan. I love, the, I love the instrument and I love what a lot of my colleagues do. So in the same way that a wine speaks to me on a certain occasion, certain trombone players, and, and I can't give you one. I can't say there's one trombone player. This person is the best trombone player in the world or... This is the best trombone player that ever lived. I suppose I could have a guess, I could have a go, but let me start close to home. The ones that have, I mean, how can you ever disregard, let's say, uh, Dennis Wick in his electrifying brilliance when I first heard him live in 1979, the end of the Firebird, Firebird with the London Symphony and Claudio Abado. A guy who probably many of you have never heard of, called Derek James, um, who's a famous London first trombone player. I mean, again, scintillating end to the end of Shostakovich's Seventh Symphony. Things that I'll never forget. You know, what we do as musicians is we try to create special things, special occasions, memories, music. What we do, it's about creating memories. And we all know that remembering a certain meal with a certain person or a family 
reunion or a walk in the park and, and you can still smell the, 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 the aroma of the flowers and you can still smell the wine that you drank, that special bottle of wine that you had in 1998 or whatever, you know? All of the rest you forget. And that's the same with music. So these are the people who have created special moments for me. Um, John Iveson, first trombone in the Philip Jones Brass Ensemble, in the quintet and in the ten piece as well. Still today, the person I aspire to, you know, because of his sound and, uh, and articulation, really special moments, incredible. And if we look at, you know, the ones who perhaps you would know quite well, Christian Lindbergh, and by the way, I feel greatly privileged to call many of these people friends. When we start talking about people like Christian and, and Joe, um, we've known each other for decades. I mean, Christian Lindbergh, I mean, a personality like the rest of us all put together, stage presence that's just incredible. Um, and he's no mean trombone player either. He can get around the thing, you know. And, you know, it, it, it's how can we define that as the best, the biggest, the highest, the fastest, the lowest, the loudest? But he will create some things that you take away and you remember. And that's what I'm looking for. Jürgen van Rijn has played some phrases in a way where I actually understand the phrase much better. Really beautiful music, you know. And... Joe, Joe Lessie, probably, of all of the ones that I'm going to discuss, he's the one who you can possibly use the word best, I suppose. And I would say it because of this. Apart from his qualities as a trombonist, and let's make no doubt, certainly on the American continent, Joe Lessie has redefined what the trombone is, what it does and how it sounds. Um... I don't think he ever deliberately set out to do that. He was just so bloody good at what he did that everyone's copied it, um, which works for some plays, works doesn't work for others, you know. But but um, you know he's he's had a, an incredible e effect. But where you can apply the word, I think best in the case of Joe, is not necessarily simply down to the trombone playing, which of course is amazing. We all know that. But over the years, he's been the most consistent of all of us. He's the one who's held his standard high. He's not had an off year or a dip in his career. He's always grown and he's always been on the top of his game. But he has, you know, those, those powers of endurance and, and, uh, and these days I stand next to him, you know, reasonably regularly in a quartet and, you know, he's, he's focused, sticking to what he does best is, is quite, quite amazing. But let's not forget some of the old guys. I have to say, it's fashionable in these discussions to mention Arthur Pryor. Now, there are two things. One is how Arthur Pryor played the trombone, which of course has been massively superseded. Um, and the other is the effect that he had on our instrument. The effect that he had on what we do and how we do it today. No question. You know, one of the most iconic names and one of the most influential figures. But best? Not sure about that. There's another guy that if you don't know him, you've got to take a look at this. A guy called Robert Isley. 
was in the US Marine Band in the 13. I think he was taught by Arthur Pryor. And he's certainly one of the ones that I look to and I just think, hey, how the heck are you doing that? I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy has a single tongue like a bloody rattlesnake. I mean, it's just incredible. And then, hang on, who are we leaving out here? How can we discuss those people and pick one out as being the best? What are we going to say about um, Frank Rossellino? I mean, just extraordinary, extraordinary. Probably the greatest flexibility that we've ever heard. You know, on the, you know, probably one of the greatest human beings that's ever put a mouthpiece on their face, never mind on the trombone, um, Herbie Green. Anyone played a nicer tune than that? It's what we aspire to, isn't it? It's incredible. Um, and then, oh, how could I forget Bill Watrous? And, 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 and. I'm leaving loads of them out, aren't I? And um, let's get a bit more up to date. Wycliffe Gordon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just wish he wouldn't do it. Because um, someone should tell him it's not possible to do those things on the trombone. It's just extraordinary. And Marshall... Marshall Jilks, excuse me, Marshall, Marshall Jilks, I mean, again, same things, just really on the forefront of what we can do on the trombone. So there we go. They're the ones, and I'm sure I've left some out, that I would pick out as being the best trombone players I've ever heard. Oh, sorry, Ralph, I forgot Ralph Sauer. Those Talman recordings in the 1970s, special. And there's more and more and more and more. So to actually say... Who's the best trombone player in the world? Mm. Well, I guess the best trombone player in the world, if you want to look at it that way, would be the sum total of all of those people that are mentioned there. Um, so that's my feeling on it from, and now you can tell that I really am a trombone nerd. I love the thing. And um, I love what all of those people have done. Um, so I don't think it's so easy to say who the best is. One can have, like I say, an opinion as to what you might like to hear one particular player do, but I'm afraid I came back to my original feeling, which was, it's impossible to say. So there you go, I hope you enjoyed that. If there are any issues that you found particularly interesting, don't forget to contact me and always go to uh, ianbowsfield.com for lots more interesting stuff. Oh,